Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. All right, y'all. We are going back to our roots with a Midwest 2020 mini tour. Oh, oh, I can't wait. Thank goodness. Corn-fed entertainment. Tater tot hot dish. Mm, hot dish 2020. We are going to be in Indianapolis on March 18th, Chicago on the 19th, and the Twin Cities, a.k.a. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Ever heard of it? On Saturday, March 21st. Got some more dates. Amanda, what else do we have? From there, we're going to be going to St. Louis on March 23rd and Kansas City, Missouri, Trump, <laughs> on March 24th. Tickets can be found at our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com. So keep your eye out, get those trigger fingers ready, mm-hmm. and buy them before they sell out, baby. Yes, please. We can't wait to see you all. See you in March. Feisty. All right. Mommy likey. Woo. You I guys can... like my flip camera? Yeah. <laughs> it's 1999. Lucy slash Lily Sobieski will be flipping Am I right? this whole show. Jesus, Lucy Sobieski. I cannot see a blessed thing. Okay. They were like, well, let's all wear sunglasses. And I was like, blind enough. Don't need it. Not the best plan. Do not need it. All right, how are y'all doing tonight? You all look so cute. You look real fine, Austin. And so do we. (laughs) (laughs) And the flower crowns will all make sense shortly. Although, everyone keeps telling me that it's a dry heat here, but I still have swass. (laughs) Apparently a dry heat does not... Dry heat. It's dry oh, heat. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Loving it. All right. Well, should we fucking do this? Let's fucking do it. <laughs> you are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Speaking of accents, oh my god, y'all's accents are oh, precious. Velvety. Precious. Have a blessed day now. Oh my god. I Every gas station attendant, have a blessed day. Uh, you too. <laughs> oh, I thank Here's you. Here's your kolache. Have a blessed day. <laughs> thank you for pumping at the Texaco. <laughs> You're welcome. There's a storm forming in the Gulf. Did you fill up Did your you tank? Fill your tank. <laughs> Oh, you're getting out of Houston at the right time. <laughs> Which anytime you're getting out of Houston is, is the right time. 
We, <laughs> we got here yesterday and we were like, oh, thank God this city cares how it looks. Yeah. Oh, thank God. They probably have zoning laws or just one, just a Any zoning, zoning law. law at all. Fucking Ugh. Christ. Ugh. <laughs> Houston is gross. All right, who are we? All right. <laughs> well, I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> Damn, this crown is really I'm good. so excited. <laughs> My butthole's like so tight right now. <laughs> it's puckered. It's puckered. And after everything it's been through. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Tex-Mex okay, in this so it's, day. Okay, so it's puckered. <laughs> Oh, you thought the other thing. Oh. Yeah, no. No, no, sometimes, but not right now. No, no. Not after beans with every meal. Yeah. Yeah, thank God we didn't share a bed in this Airbnb. Mm, yeah. She was like, I'll take the couch. And I was like, yeah, you will. Yeah. I powered the minivan on the way here. Yeah. She did. I love it. I, love I was eco-friendly. The, the air was on real high, so y'all didn't even notice. Yeah, no, it was just the back seat that got sauna. roasted. <laughs> Your glitter is so pretty. Oh, yeah. I mean, this How is are my glitter tits. Like straight up. Oh, all right, all right. What are we talking about? So uh, the episode this week or tonight is a gal's pick. <laughs> Lily Sobieski crimes. <laughs> <laughs> the crime is that she like chose education. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great film. So good. So beautiful. Cinematic achievement. Um, no, the topic tonight is music fest mishaps. <laughs> Hence the flower crowns and the glitter and the just me not wearing all black for once in my life. Or a bra. Or a bra. Oh, but I never, I never, she never wear wears a, bra. a bra. Her boobs are, they face the sky. We, they're so perky. They're a feat of like bodily majesty. Yeah. We went skinny dipping in our private pool after the yeah. Houston show. We ordered a pizza, stripped off our clothes, and spent like six hours in the pool. Naked. Yeah. And let me tell you... Her tits are something else. Yeah. I mean, I already knew that, but like, especially in water, like buoyant. (laughs) Floating at the top like a nice cream. Tits, I'm basically tits and eyebrows, and I'm here for it. This is my time. Yeah. This is my time. I love it. (laughs) All right. Uh, We're already a little bit toasty, but Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing for music fest mishaps? Oh, raise your hand if you're drinking the Villa Pozzi Pinot Grigio. I love it. So, like, it totally fits because at, like, Fire Festival, they were promised villas. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really work out Tons. so great, but it all fits. We were promised a wine pairing. And that's it. <laughs> uh, this wine hails from Sicily, which is widely known for its yearly music festivals. The I don't know. Probably not. Sicily Jazz Fest, Knew of course. It. Knew it. Sicily by Southwest. Yep. <laughs> there it is. Um, it's a single varietal, so it's 100% Pinot Grigio. Uh, the wine showcases aromas of white peach and pear. Mm. It's well-balanced with bright acidity and a finish that lingers. You know I love a lingering finish. Mm. 
I want to feel it exiting my body. Gross. Yeah, you're welcome. With notes of stone fruits and flowers. You can enjoy it on its own, duh. Or as a compliment to any kind of seafood or vegetable dish. I don't know. Vegetable. Yeah, dip it in cheese. Like I like to do with everything. Yeah. So, God bless it. It's a crack. Do not dip it in ranch. Get out. She's anti-ranch. She's not a true Ranchero. Okay, to be fair, I have discovered recently that I don't think I hate all ranch. I don't like Hidden Valley Ranch. It's like sweet. Yeah. It's sweet, which is kind of gross, but I've like... A restaurant with a good, like, house-made ranch? Yeah. That shit's good. Mm. We went to Chewy's. Oh, Chewy's. Oh, my God. That jalapeno fucking ranch? Jalapeno ranch. Yeah. We were were drinking it. We were drinking it. We took it to go. Yeah. Also, boom boom sauce? Oh. Boom boom pow. Fucking boom, boom. Okay, so it's a crack. Do you know what to do when I'm in that Okay, you want to help me out here, Annie? All right. Don't be shy. Ugh. Oh, nice crack. Woo! Thank you. All right, thanks, Austin. We're out of here. Have All a great right. night. That was our show. Special, special thanks. thanks. Special thanks. All right, while, while we're pouring, I'm going to bring it down in oh, mood. It's our favorite thing that you For have. like a hot sec, and then we're going to bring it right back up to 11, okay? So uh, we are donating 50% of merch sales throughout the month of July to races. Woo! The Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services right here in Tejas. El Nino, that is all the Spanish I know. Kenyon the other night was like, what's the plan for El Nino? Yeah. And I was like, Like for the the little boy? We're going to leave the little boy alone. We're not going to do anything with the little boy. El Nino, Estoy Loco, whatever. I don't know. Estoy Loco. What's Spanish for a manufactured crisis? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Cute. Races is a nonprofit that provides free and low-cost legal services to underserved immigrant children, families, and refugees. And right now, there are literally thousands of immigrant and refugee children being held in deplorable conditions at the border right here in Texas. And recently, the Trump administration tried to argue in court that these children uh, should not be provided with basic sanitary supplies like toothpaste and toothbrushes. Uh, Boo. You can boo that. You can boo that. Amanda Um, forgot her toothbrush at home and she had to brush her teeth with a Q-tip. I used two Q-tips. Two Q-tips. Well, then I went and bought a toothbrush. (laughs) But but she she got me out the door. Okay, okay. And that's just one day, though, okay? But these children are having to live like this without soap, without toothpaste, for weeks at a time, wearing the same unlaundered clothes that they crossed the border in, sleeping on concrete floors with aluminum foil blankets. It is fucking inhumane. It is fucking criminal. And I challenge anyone... To live like that for even one week and say that it is not necessary to have those basic items. Um, Basically, families belong together and we all need to pitch in to do something to solve this fucking crisis. So, 
all politics aside, let's all work together. And we can only take super limited merch items on tour with us because it's literally just the three of us in a minivan. There is no As some crew. of you saw when we drove yeah. past yeah. and honked. <laughs> Looping so. the block, trying to figure out where to <laughs> park. Parking. Yeah, so um, if you want to take part in this, just visit our online store, wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com, and include the word Texas in your purchase notes, um, and we will donate 50% of the sale price to races. Including everything, all the merch we sell tonight, we're also giving 50%. Yep. And if you want to donate any cash in the receiving line, we'll give that directly to races as yeah. well. Yeah. Woo! All right, so rant over. We got a really fun show for you tonight. You can have so much more fun now knowing that you're, like, doing something really right? good for the world. You can, like, buy a tank top while you're sitting here watching our show. Yeah, you can. Phone's out. Get fucked up. Phone's for, out for, for races. Yeah. Um, all right. Cheers. Ooh, thank you for being Cheers, here. Cheers, Austin. <sighs> Thanks for being so fucking weird. Oh, this we went best. to Uncommon Objects Yo. I spent Ugh. $240. Hard same. Yeah. Well, I spent... <laughs> okay, we also went to... What was that boot store? Allen's. Al's Boots. Not all Allen's. Not all Allen's Not Boots. All Allen's Boots. And I almost bought like a $1,000 pair of snakeskin <laughs> boots. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then we went into the like Stetson hat shop. And as I'm trying these on, and I'm like, am I just going to spend $300 on hats? Kenyon goes, well, you didn't buy those boots, so you're saving money. You're saving money. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, you right. Ring it up. It's the economical choice. I fucking love Texas so much. We so have amazing actual- Stetson hats. Stay tuned on our social media for our These hats. two bought literal Stetson hats. All right. I moving bought a taxidermied on. mouse in a frame. Same. That was my budget. Also same. And a dead beetle. <laughs> All right, Lily. I bought this face ring. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Let's go through our entire shopping I bought these shoes. List. Guess what else I bought? All right, Lily. An so old Wolverine. What Just is that. our background and possibly psych? Oh right, we're in front of an audience doing a show. For what is this music fest mishap? <laughs> <laughs> got there. I got there. Nailed it for debit usage crimes. (laughs) My bank has texted me every day being like, are you sure? (laughs) I'm like, bitch, I'm sure. (laughs) This is X percent of your net worth. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) It's way more than my net worth. (laughs) A lot of debt. Okay, so (laughs) music festivals date all the way back to the 10th century B.C. in ancient Greece. This is not a photo of ancient Greece. No, we'll get there. (laughs) They were into rainbows. (laughs) We're going to be going year by year since then. (laughs) Buckle in, no intermission. (laughs) This is a hieroglyph of the Acropolis. (laughs) Was banging. <laughs> it was common back then to have festivals to showcase popular music as well as competitions in poetry, drama, and athletics. Woodstock, which is what this photo is, yeah, yeah, is considered the first modern music festival. So mm. yay! All right, <laughs> yay mud, yay mud. Oh, we'll get to the fucking free mud. the nipple. <laughs> mm. I was driving through a park the other day, and it was really hot, and there were all these shirtless, like, 
guys running through the park. And I rolled down my window and I went, sun's out, nipples out, am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and then I took off my own shirt because I was in my own car in my own yeah. privacy. Because it's illegal for me <laughs> really to do that in hot. public. There are approximately 110 recurring major music festivals in the U.S. every year, although another number I found sounded more accurate at 800. All right. So, like, somewhere between 1 and 800. (laughs) (laughs) One single festival. How do you define major? Mm -hmm. And music. Yeah. And festival. And math. Do we count EDM? Because I don't. We'll mm. get to Given it. my horrible <laughs> DJ X, no, Ugh. not music. Oh, he was one of the worst. Okay. A lot of dogs. <laughs> EDM stands for every dance a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> Got you. The biggest one is Summerfest in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which lasts 11 days and attracts up to 1 million people. And obviously this is not Summerfest because it says Electric Forest in the corner. I get it. There weren't any good pictures of Summerfest that made it look really crowded. So like I just skipped it. It's very sprawling. I have friends who go to that one and to Electric Forest every year and they fucking love it. And I'm like, how do you? I have never heard of either. Because I'm cool. You've never heard of Summerfest? No. Nope. She lives in Africa. Yeah, but she listened to KDWB growing up. Fair enough. Whatever. Okay, according to Billboard, about 32 million Americans attend at least one music festival annually. So that is more than the population of Texas. Wow. Jesus. It's like one in 10 Americans, if math Here's is an even right. more mind blowing stat. Each of those people travel an average of 903 miles to get to their music festival of choice. Like, why? Okay, we'll get to why music festivals fucking suck in a few minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Except for South by Southwest, which is great. I prefer to listen to the music the way it was meant to be listened to. On an iPhone in the the album. Mm. Oh. Like, digital album. Alone in my car with my shirt off and a lot of Taco Bell. Yeah. (laughs) And crying. And also crying. Yeah, exactly. The way music was meant Meant to to be enjoyed. (laughs) In the UK, attendance has gone up nearly 33% over the past seven years, but in the United States, it seems like the opposite may be happening. We're getting getting wise. wise. (laughs) This is fucking Axl Rose-ish. According to a Washington Post article titled, Are There Too Many Music Festivals? Written by professional poophead Jonathan Wynn. (laughs) (laughs) The rise of music festivals could be attributed to a number of factors, including declining record sales, so the rise of music festivals, declining record sales, and the willingness of younger audiences to seek out new experiences. Firefest. Uh. <clears throat> Cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Over-commercialization, on the other hand, could be a very plausible explanation for decreasing attendance. Also, like, this man's face. What? (laughs) On his, like, gross iron throne of, like, recycled base parts. He's sitting down. I hate it. Well, he's too old to do an entire show standing up. So he's like, build me a throne. (laughs) Also, come out here and change my catheter halfway Wait. through. <laughs> what if this was just his uh, 
motorized <laughs> wheelchair. And oh. this is how we got around town. That would be fucking awesome. Like, that's rock and roll, dude. That is fucking yeah. rock and roll. He Whatever can't fit it takes. Into the target doors. It's a hover round. It's all about the music. Okay, big <laughs> corporations regularly sponsor stages. Look familiar? For example, at South by Southwest in 2014, <laughs> one of the stages was literally a five story Doritos vending machine. Okay. <laughs> Heaven. Which is what you're looking Well, the bags were like. You know, I need to get in touch with that architect for my home buying needs. (laughs) I'm gonna live inside of a Doritos vending machine. You'll feel right at home. I will. We got to our Airbnb in Houston, and there was just a bag of Doritos just waiting. Yeah, half half open. We were like, while I'm eating the Doritos, then I get a text from the homeowner that's like, "Help yourself to anything in the kitchen." I was like, (laughs) "Good, because too late." You type back with orange fingers. With my nose. (laughs) Thanks. We will. Oh, your nose works, too. It does work. I do that all the time. It does work. (laughs) Lady Gaga performed on this fucking Doritos vending machine stage. (laughs) She vomited on it? it? Like, made herself From the Doritos? Was it Cool Ranch? (laughs) Oh. Like, in uh, protest? Oh, uh, okay. okay. Well, you know I mean, what? bulimia is terrible. Okay. I mean, Did like, vomit, but also, to like, protest mm. bulimia? I don't think you protest a disease. <laughs> okay. But you know what? Lady Gaga does all kinds of things that I'm only gonna, Lady Gaga understands. We do not question the power of the lady. Okay. I love her. I'll Google it later. Okay. Companies also purchase what are called brand activations, which allow people to directly interact with their brand and logo and products. The Marlboro tent. Here's a prime example of an activation. Ride the bucking Twinkie. (laughs) I mean... This bitch in the background is like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm also blind in one eye, and I have to, like, lean back... I, I thought it was a butt. It looks like a butt to it me. It looks like a potato. A loaf of bread. I can't see it anything. Hashtag Twinkie Bowl. That's an Austin? Yeah. Is it still here? Is it at the grocery store and it costs 25 cents and I can go do it right now? Well, okay. Special thanks, bye. Where? It's at H-E-B? H-E-B. H-E-B. Heb? <laughs> they have he, the bucking Twinkie he, at the hip? It's anti-Semitic. Oh, God. Okay. Tisk, A tisk, Twinkie Austin. is anti-Semitic? No, no, you no, missed no, 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 it. You, you missed, missed it. it. Keep going, that keep one going. person got it. We're good. Move on. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. <clears throat> Social media influencers pay, play a big part in these activations. In 2014 in North America, companies spent about $1.3 billion <laughs> on activations and sponsorships for music venues, tours, and festivals, of which Anheuser-Busch alone took up about a third. Oof. Oof. Get over it. Bud Light is disgusting. <laughs> no amount of money is going to help. It's like cold, melted, watery butter. Piss. Bud Heavy, on the other hand, is America's water. (laughs) I'm a hams girl. I'm a a Coors girl. Mm. Let's not kid ourselves. I'm a wine girl. True. (laughs) This money helps 
Someone goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) This money helps to keep ticket prices somewhat lower and also help to pay for bigger acts. Okay. So all of this money being pumped into the music festival industry means that big promoters are buying up the companies that produce the festivals. So AEG and Live Nation own the vast majority of the big festivals like Coachella, Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, and Austin City Limits. Ever heard of it? This creates a trend of uniformity, particularly in times of economic instability. I did squeeze in some psych here. (laughs) Nice work. Sociologists call this institutional isomorphism, which is when competing companies imitate their more successful counterparts in an attempt to replicate their success. Wow. Makes sense. It also means that many of the artist lineups across multiple major festivals are exactly the fucking same. True. So, like, it just kind of sucks, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we're giving a different show every single time. Yeah, we are. We ain't recycling shit for y'all. Y'all get special shit. (laughs) Just like my actual shits, everyone is different. Yeah. Unique. And special. I bought this glitter for you. Yeah. From I mean, Target. We really did. Kenyon bought it for I the did. tour, and then we were all using hers, and then we went to Target, and we were like, we're all getting palettes, and we all got different colors. <laughs> we're fucking so predictable. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. Okay. Other reasons why music festivals fucking suck. That's my hot take. <clears throat> there are people fucking everywhere. The bathrooms are fucking disgusting. Yep. You have to wait in line for fucking everything. Wait, wait, hold on. I have an anecdote about disgusting bathrooms. Classic. Oh, okay. Classic. When I was four, my mom... (laughs) She remembers this from her own memory, for sure. No, I do. Oh, God. My mom brought me to Washington, D.C. to visit my aunt, and we, like... We didn't tour the White House, but we, like, saw the White House behind the fence, whatever. And then we apparently went to some public bathrooms near the White House, and my four-year-old self from suburban Minnesota was fucking shocked at the conditions of these fucking bathrooms. And apparently I dictated a letter to the president (laughs) about the bathrooms. Which president? At the time it was Bush one, Bush senior, but- Big big Bush. Stay tuned. (laughs) So I drew a picture of myself by the fence. It looks like I'm in jail. And then of like a really dirty bathroom and then I dictated this letter to my aunt who like dutifully like wrote out why are the bathrooms near your house so disgusting? Near your house. (laughs) And then my mom mailed it to the president. Yeah, she did. And then three years later when I was seven, my mom comes into my room and she goes, you have a letter from from the the president? form letter from Bill Clinton Oh, <laughs> nice. being like thank you for your thoughts and concerns we have duly noted blah 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 <laughs> signed Bill Clinton the intern that had to write that <laughs> went by Monica <laughs> that is a canned response <laughs> yeah. if I ever heard I'm sure they get a lot of inquiries about the status of the bathroom just whip out the blue light on Bill Clinton's letter like <laughs> 
Did I, he I dictate it from Clinton. the toilet too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's urine. It's not semen. It's urine. But anyway, just Get send it. all your thoughts and concerns directly to the White House. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Already did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> All right, moving on. Water is fucking $5, and the food is shit and also way overpriced. Mm -hmm. People are pooping and barfing and sweating all over the fucking place. Lots of people are just fucked up on lots of different shit. Which is great, but don't throw up on me. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Mm. There's trash everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. You don't have a reasonable chance of even seeing the artists on stage if you're at one of those huge ones. Mm -hmm. It's like... I don't know. I watched the Beyonce thing on Netflix, which changed my life. Wept openly. The only thing Houston has going for it. Oh, yeah. She's from Houston, isn't she? Well, she got out early. That was that Coachella. (laughs) I know. Yeah. She was like, bang. To the left, to the left. (laughs) To the west, to to the the west. west. The campsites are shitty and also super rapey. We'll get to that as oh, well. Oh, great. Mm. If you're not camping, it is impossible to get a ride like an Uber, and it's not like you want to stay sober during the festival anyway for all of the reasons above. Mm-hmm. And if you do drive, where the fuck do you park? Also, it's bound to rain and turn everything into yeah. mud. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? This yep. looks like a brownie, but it's yeah. like the ground. A freshly baked right out of the <laughs> oven. Bubbling top brownie. I am so wanting I had brownies. half a banana for dinner. What the fuck? I We're had a vodka Red Bull for dinner. <laughs> this honestly looks like a brownie that like 100,000 people tested to see if it was done. <laughs> Five gross. more minutes. Oh. <laughs> and I realize how curmudgeonly I sound, but seriously, I do not now and have never understood the appeal of these big, big music festivals. Like if Instagram didn't exist, would anyone want to go? Not, not I. If Two people are like, yeah, maybe. If Instagram didn't exist, I wouldn't be wearing this outfit. <laughs> That's super true. I love it. You look so cute. You look really cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah, Ooh, okay. Are they your friends? Let me, just read, let me just read these shirts to you. First of all, their hats read, Me gusta whores. Okay. Let's get fucking weird... Rage. I can't read the other one. Their shirts are all I do is fucking party. Show me your tits. Party with sluts. And let's get fucking weird. Gym tan laundry. All of them have amazing swimming times, though, you guys. So, like, (laughs) no matter what they do. (laughs) Dumpster connoisseurs. Mm, Yeah. They've shown real promise in their athletic abilities. I don't know what... Came from a good family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, jack-off hands. Have you ever just been walking down the street and you see someone, you're like, oh, yeah, they rape women. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I regularly... Yeah. It's like a different kind of gaydar. It's like rape-dar. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're like, but... I'm on the fence about Kavanaugh. Yeah. Like, you can yeah. tell. You can, like, see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, anyone it's on all a, the info anyone I Anyone on a crotch rocket, like... Mm. Okay, so also at music festivals, there's a lot of sexual harassment. Yeah, boo. Excuse Hot me. take. So sorry. Boo. 
At last year's Coachella, a Teen Vogue writer interviewed 54 women out of the total 375,000 total attendees, and all 54 said they had been sexually harassed at the festival. Great. 100%? Of the of the the I mean, I'm not shocked, but like, I'm grossed out. But like, oh, prepare to get more grossed out. Great, Mm. buckle up. The Indio Police Department, which is technically the agency responsible for investigating the crimes at Coachella, said they received one report of rape, which was later deemed unfounded. (laughs) Sure. And two reports of groping by this guy. Just kidding. I mean, probably. <laughs> Look at his fucking facial hair. Yeah, it was for sure him. I just don't want to get sued for defamation, but like... Whatever, we don't know who that guy is. We're not naming names. That guy, guy totally groped someone. A guy similar to this guy. <laughs> Literally this guy. I'll say it. This guy. <laughs> get your fucking face off the first page of Google Images and then we won't have yeah. a problem. Yeah. Idiot. Don't you have like an internship to apply to? Yeah. Bruh. I googled Bruh. Brock. I, Brock. I googled festival bro. <laughs> and these are what no. came up. Oh no. And why are they all wearing fucking neon? They want to be seen. Let's get naked and I want everyone to know it. Ick. I thought it said let's get married again, blind. I was like, what? <laughs> deep I, cut. Yeah. Let's no. get married. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Let's buy a house. <laughs> let's get a mortgage. Let's go antiquing. Oh. oh. <laughs> now put that shirt on Ooh. and I'm getting naked. That'll get you some <laughs> puss. <laughs> let's, let's go, go explore antiquing. local oddities. Okay. Mm. I would jump on that dick. Yeah. Yeah. I know how you like your coffee. Mm. Wait, you don't mean me gusta whores? (laughs) (laughs) That's not doing it for you? Okay. The same year, which was 2014, the group responsible for testing rape kits in the area reported seven rapes of Coachella attendees. Neither group, so not the police department nor the group responsible for the rape kit testing, could explain the discrepancy between one report of rape and seven rape kits. Mm -hmm. So, like, why are the police not in charge of Jesus? Good goddamn question. Okay. All right. Well, great. And given the fact that three out of every four rapes go unreported, the actual number is likely much, much, much higher. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand if you've never listened to the show before and you're really confused right now. Yeah, who got dragged here? Yeah, by a partner. (laughs) Oh, wow. They're slowly getting brave. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome. All right, we're going to bring all of you on stage. No, we're not. Stay seated. <laughs> More hands go up. They're like, well, I've never been here. I'm kidding. I totally fucking hate that. I don't Welcome. Worry. We're sorry. We promise it's a comedy show. Okay. So, PSA <laughs> these girls just want to wear their fucking furry boots and colorful extensions and their fucking animal hats and fucking have fun with their fucking friends. Leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Yes. We just want to dance. Yep. We just yep. want to dance. Yep. To every dance a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't fucking touch me. Seriously, don't grope me. Please and thank you. 
Then you add in the drugs and the alcohol. People are drinking all day and night in the sun, maybe not eating because the food is so overpriced and shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe not drinking enough water because it's also really overpriced, but they get really fucked up a lot of times, which like more power to you if you were in a safe zone, but like you're fucking not. Mm-hmm. Also, people are buying drugs at the festival, so there's no real way to know exactly what it is you're buying. So sellers sometimes give someone a date rape drug and tell them it's something like Molly. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> no matter how much someone drinks or gets high, it is never an excuse to commit sexual assault, nor is it a reason not to report and prosecute Correct. someone who assaults you. <laughs> Duh. Okay, so clearly enough, not enough people are being arrested for sexual assault, but a lot of people are getting arrested, like this guy. (laughs) Chewbacca. Ed Sheeran lost in Siberia. Uh, Barney this is, Rubble. This is, this is <laughs> if Ed Sheeran was like the guy from Into the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Sheeran crawling out of a fucking horse's carcass. Yeah. Doing some really bad Game of Thrones cosplay. Slash probably one of my ancestors that I deliberately left off my tree. John No, he's like the Game of Thrones guy, the wildling. The redheaded guy. The redheaded wildling. Yeah. But like the not cute version, because I totally the before the cute photo. <laughs> Woof. Uh, this was him in his awkward preteen stage in the north. In the north. <laughs> Being north of the wall is fucking rough. It's rough. And he didn't know how to pack to go to Florida. I don't get Growing it. Growing up north of the wall, it's real yeah. cold up you there. You can't see from this photo, but it's a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> And a matching thong. Yes, a furry thong. It's just all matted and wet. <laughs> Ooh, so, she nasty. <laughs> Between Coachella and Stagecoach, 172 citations were issued for people parking in disabled parking spots without a permit, which is really not cool, folks. Not cool. Yeah. At Stagecoach, we had 101 arrests for drug and alcohol intoxication. That seems really low. Yeah. 37 for false identifications, like fake IDs, also really fucking low. Mm-hmm. 37 and caught. A zero arrests for drug sales. <laughs> oh my God. I suspect they just turned a blind eye. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> There's also, just FYI, a shitload of theft. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't even find stable stats oh where your money we will get to it okay good high and tight your money belt Mm. put the tsa approved lock on your fanny pack so all of this what the fuck i know right (laughs) dude's gonna have a bad sunburn right here yeah that's rough so all of this is to say you do you if you like festivals great but stay safe stay hydrated have a buddy and for the love of god bring your own molly yeah yes yep yes preach bring sister that's the seg. Oh, nicely done yes. girl all right go lily When you're busy, like we all are, the first thing that falls to the bottom of the list tends to be taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. mental health, physical health, just yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awful. Mm-hmm. And people always tend to say, I don't have time for that. I don't have money for that. Whatever the justification may be, it is so important to take care of yourself. 
Yeah, it truly is. And many people think that therapy is just about analyzing dreams or digging into painful memories or like Freud, who I hate. (laughs) And that can be powerful. These are all powerful things. But it's also an amazing tool for developing coping skills, dealing with stress, high, and getting the accountability that you need to achieve your goals. I started Talkspace about two years ago, and it has literally been life-changing. My relationship with my therapist is amazing. I feel close to her than I actually ever did to my in-person therapist of days gone by. And I think so much of that connection comes from the accessibility, me just literally being able to pull my phone out if something crosses my path and send her a text that's like, oh, I'm having a meltdown or even not having a meltdown. Like you don't have to wait until you're in crisis to get into therapy. I use it when I'm in crisis and I use it when I'm just maintaining and managing my day-to-day. And when so, you can sense a crisis on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all useful and it's Talkspace is just incredible. I love it. It really is. The bottom line is that life can be hard and Talkspace wants to give more of us the support that we need at a price that we can afford. As a listener of this podcast, you can get $100 off your first Mm. month on Talkspace. So to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use that code GALS, G-A-L-S, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for this show. That is GALS at Talkspace.com. Treat your brain. Treat it. I'm scared. (laughs) All right. Well, my case is more of just a series of anecdotes. Great. What else is about my own experiences? All right. Both of my cases tonight actually take place in South Africa, where I currently live. Kenyon's hometown. My hometown. (laughs) Normandy, France. A pig farm. I misunderstood the assignment. The definition of the word hometown. And I'll never live it down. There was one crime in my hometown, and I knew that you were covering it. Okay. (laughs) So, South Africa is an industrialized nation, and its economy is the second largest in Africa and the 33rd largest in the world. So, it's got it going on. Okay. But income inequality is a huge problem, just like here. (laughs) And um, poverty is widespread, leading to a notably high crime rate. Yeah. Ooh, them a big gun. Um, So these stats are totally going to freak my mom out, but she totally doesn't listen. It's fine. These guns are not, like, standardized. It's like BYOG at the police department. They all have a different gun. Yeah, welcome. One has a Hello Kitty sticker on it. They probably have to buy their own. It's not... Okay, resources. Okay. So in 2015, South Africa had the fifth highest murder rate in the world. Good Lord. According to United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, UNODC. And I can say all this because you've already attended my wedding. Yeah. Thanks for saving that for a year later. Yeah. Happy, like, anniversary, by the way. Thank it, like, you. just it's all, happened. It is, it is yeah. all first anniversary. anniversary. Oh, yeah, and the like, 17th. In, like, five days. Yeah, that's yeah. so cute. And Who's my counting? husband and I won't even be in the same state. It's but fine. that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You can send gifts. I'll, um, help, I'll help you take my some Zola really... My Zola is still active. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll I'll help you take some really quality nudes that we can send him. No. Yeah. No. Can I take Fine. your nudes? I'll do it in the night while you're sleeping. I sent him nudes <laughs> 10 years ago when I 
we're just gonna leave that on its apex of We'll news. just do super zooms of your nipples. <laughs> okay. It'll be very avant-garde. If it's only tits and eyebrows. Just send yeah. him a photo of this. <laughs> yeah. Right here. This patch. Yeah. Okay. The patch. So <laughs> Apparently being the fifth in the world for murder rate is actually an improvement because in 1994, when South Africa transitioned to democracy, the murder rate was almost double what it is today. Okay, well, you know, baby steps over the course of several decades. I mean, they were like teetering on civil war, so... Um, But the whole picture is complicated because it has to do with race and resource allocation and whatever, but... In 2017, a national crime survey found that 32% of people reported being unable to carry out basic tasks due to fear of crime. Yikes. So, yeah. It's real. Shit is real. Shit is real. So, with all this fear around crime in the country, it makes sense that South Africans need to let off a little steam every once in a while. Here for it. It's like... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And what better way to do that than to dress up as Jesus and listen to rock music in a muddy field? He's totally wearing reefs. (laughs) That costume. Hopefully with, like, the bottle opener in the bottom. Yeah, they got a bottle opener on the bottom. There's no way that costume breathes. That thing is, like, 100,000% polyester. It's, like, fake satin. No open flame. Caution lighting his cigarette. (laughs) You think he's not smoking anything? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Use caution. Maybe he's just ingesting, like, that brownie. Mm. Those sleeves. Yeah, Yikes. stick to edibles, bud. So in 1994, <laughs> the same year that apartheid ended, and I'm just going to assume you all know what apartheid is, and if you don't know, you should be ashamed. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but actually, and you should same- be ashamed. <laughs> it's what they call the zigzag part from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up. Good God. Keep up. That might be the first ever apartheid joke. Yep. You're welcome. You're welcome. Only Amanda. Yep. Towing that line since 1987. (laughs) So 1994, same year apartheid ends and Nelson Mandela is elected president. That same year, the Oppie Music Festival... Slide. The Fofty Fofty Music Festival. The Fofty Fofty Music Festival held its first gathering on the top of a hill in some empty farmland outside of a mining town in Limpopo province. That's the target dog. So Limpopo is Limpopo is the green one. It's super rural and it's where a lot of avocados come from. Not your avocados, they probably come from here, but my avocados. Right, got it, got it. Which province do you live in? I live in Hautang, which is right below it. The pink one? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's pink, but I'm fucking blind. Yeah. Yeah, pink. Sure, the pink one, yeah. We'll go with pink. So, um, Apikapi comes from the Afrikaans phrase up die copy, which literally means up die copy. Up die copy. <laughs> up die copy. Which, <laughs> which means on the hill. Fine. Not boring. Fuck you. <laughs> and Afrikaans is derived from Dutch and it's what most of the white people speak. So this started as like a super white thing. Okay. It's pronounced white. White. Oh, we met some people when we were there for Kenyon's wedding speaking Afrikaans, and it is wild. It's really it's wild. D- it's basically like 
It's basically Dutch, but it's spicy Dutch. Yeah. It's insane. Super spicy mm. Dutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's boom, the jalapeno boom, boom ranch. Sauce Dutch. <laughs> it's boom oh, Dutch. Boom, yeah, Dutch. It's the boom boom sauce it's of boom, Dutch. Boom, Dutch. It mm. is. Yeah. So uh, the first Apikapi festival featured just a handful of Afrikaans, white rock there bands, and a few hundred people <clears throat> camping out for the weekend. Oh, um, that's lovely. A few hundred white people. Yeah, at the very beginning, yes. Okay. After the festival's success in its first year, organizers began planning for the next and the next, and it just kind of like snowballed and became like a thing. And then it became like this fun tradition in South Africa. To go I don't to know what he's coffee. doing to her, but I'm not here for it. He's tying he's, her tall tee. Okay. Hopefully with consent. She seems fine with he's it, though. He's finding her Ariana Grande maxi tee. Oh. We saw a really good Ariana Grande maxi tee mm-hmm. in the wild today. Mm-hmm. At <sighs> Snooze Restaurant. Mm, that place is amazing. I love name dropping. So yeah. good. Yeah. People are just like, woo, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Woo. So good. Um... So as the festival grew steadily over the years, it also began incorporating a wider variety of genres, including jazz, hip-hop, punk, world music, and house music. Shania Twain. (laughs) So here's a blurry photo of the lineup. Oh, wow. It's not that blurry. You're just fucking blind. Oh. All right. You have definitely uploaded way worse photos. Yeah, sounds so bad. Yeah. This is great. So the expanding musical scope also made the festival's lineup and audience more racially diverse. And organizers began bringing in acts popular with black South Africans, which make up 90 plus percent of the population of the country. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking duh. Um, rather than just white Afrikaans groups, which are basically fucking Christian rock. Slide. Oh, God. Yeah. His jaw is broken, unhinged, and reset to the side. Yeah. This man needs emergency surgery. Why is no one helping him? Yeah. Yep. They're all basically just imitating American country music, but in I'm I'm so shook by this fucking photo. I'm disgusted. His album's called Pina. Yeah. This is pornographic. I hate it. Next slide. Oh, ah. God. Yeah. So, how do you like Trevor? me now? Now, now I'm on my way. <laughs> Couldn't make you love me. Blah, blah, All blah. Right. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. So, anyway, yeah, Afrikaans music fucking sucks. Look I'm at sorry. His fucking it fucking sucks. Photo too. Shit. Oh, I, don't even I hate know who this so guy much. is. But I just Google image searched and he just like so perfectly summed it up. Yeah. Oof. You shouldn't so, carry your guitar like that. No, also. that is not no. sport. Mm-mm. No. Robbie not ergonomical. Wessels. Fucking Mm-mm. Robbie Wessels. Classic Robbie Wessels. What a douche. Remember what I said earlier about how you can like see someone from the down the street and be like, oh yeah, that guy rapes women? <laughs> Robbie Wessels looks like he served less than three months for raping someone. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about this dude, but I know I don't like his music. Trust your instincts. I don't like his mouth. (laughs) I don't like anything about it. I don't like his vibe. So even as the festival grew, however, it managed to maintain its homegrown, grassroots, gritty vibe, and festival goers embraced the Apikapi motto, 
In dust we trust. Hey! That would be your presidential campaign dust. motto. In dust we trust. Yeah, that is the target dog. I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, slide. Slash I don't I, the little rascal's dog. Totally. Yeah, I didn't go, I didn't figure out what the dog, I don't know where that came from, but it's there. Oh my God, she has my hair. I am inspired by these looks. Yeah. Look at that bra. So in 2008, the Daily Mirror ranked Apikapi as the fourth best music festival in the world. I love it. So it's got some international recognition. And by 2012, an estimated 20,000 people were attending the festival each year. Oh. So it kind of became like a big thing. I have not attended because I'm... Turning 32. With her back? Yeah. No. We've gone over the myriad reasons why you're not attending. I have like a three degree temperature window that yeah. I Texas can live in. is rough on that yeah. window. Kenyon's saving up for her own Pope mobile. Mm-hmm. So she's just kept at a constant temperature. I want in on that because I step outside and I'm like immediately cranky. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> no! I cannot handle. I hate it. So this growth from a small local festival to one receiving international attention was not always easy, but according to organizers, they have, quote, rolled backies, backie means truck or pickup truck, whatever, roll with it, rolled backies, burnt tents, driven over knees, that's got to be a story, but I'll find out, many Uh, knees, slept in jails, uh, slept uh, outside of jails. I'd prefer to sleep outside <laughs> the jail, but okay. <laughs> Not in that heat. With yeah. my back. With my back. I need a cot. And turned over several stones to make the festival work. And when oh, it does so work, pretty. it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, what? that's really I'm pretty. told. So they always made it work until this year, 2019. Oh, shit. Some recent shit. So many knees were driven over. All the knees. Record-breaking knees. (laughs) Record-breaking broken knees. Mm -hmm. So the August 2019 Copy Festival was going to be a huge 25th anniversary celebration of the event and also 25 years of democracy in South Africa, and it was going to be this big thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exciting. But this past April, festival organizers announced that for the first time in 25 years, Apikapi would be canceled. And I what? know you're all devastated. Was Ja Rule involved? I knew Fucking it. Ja. Billy, what's he his face? He too was bamboozled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Free Ja. Oh, Free Ja. Fucking you with your skirt on. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My husband's best impression, best slash only. He does like Jaw and Bob Dylan, and that is it. Jaw rule deep cuts over here. Um. Jaw Dylan. Jaw Dylan. <laughs> it's literally Jaw Denver. <laughs> all he can do. The mashup we never knew we needed. Jaw Lennon. <laughs> oh no. I'm making a Jaw Lennon playlist. Do hey, not. hey, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> gravelly. I could have gone lower. <laughs> All right. 
So stupid. It's so fucking stupid. So it's always been a challenge for Oppie Copy organizers to police thousands of people camping in the open veld, which is just fancy South African for field, uh, far from the infrastructure of a big city. But the breaking point seemed to be the infiltration of the festival by criminal syndicates in 2018. Uh oh. Always. The festival. Classic. <laughs> Classic copy copy. <laughs> Classic copy copy. The festival's CEO, Teresho Selesho, released a f- the following Ever statement. heard of him? Ever heard of him? <laughs> or her? I love this one up front. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Teresho. Yeah. So, quote, unfortunately, in 2018, we experienced the rampant crime currently impacting events and festivals across South Africa. For us to present the 2019 event with the increased security measures that are required to curb this crime, to present a safe and enjoyable festival, the production costs also increase drastically. We're not willing to pay. Yeah. For your safety. We're not. Yet another uh, manufactured crisis. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> citing these increased production costs, the organizers plan to take a gap year in which they would focus on ways to beef up security measures. So they're going to come back, they say, in 2020 and have a belated birthday. But I'll believe it when Ja sees it. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's a bad plan. (laughs) (laughs) When Ja endorses it, I'll believe it. Although the organizers declined to provide details about how crime affected the 2018 event, but shit was fucking bad, the festival's Facebook page shows numerous comments from people describing everything from petty theft to assault at last summer's festival. Oof. Quote, I personally know a dude who had his whole tent taken. An entire tent, guys. <laughs> Slide. So, oh, no. Here are, here are people with tents. Slide. Here are people without, without tents. tents. Yeah. And That's a cute eating. couch. That's a really cute couch. Slide. Oh. More people without oh, no. tents. No, 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 no. They're no. fucking. Those are yeah. two people. They're fucking. Yeah. I yeah. mean, pants on, which is not my preferred method, but they are right. fucking. But like when you're in eighth grade. Oh yeah, they're rubbing real That's hard. That's a dry hump. I miss. I like miss the passion of a dry oh, hump. That is my favorite kind of sexual contact, honestly. Once, once you're in a relationship slash an adult, like, you don't get that passion of a dry hump. Go to a movie theater. That's just a HJ. No, like the, you can dry hump in a movie theater. I've done it. I like the boner with my through back. the pants. With my back. The boner through the pants. I love like, a I boner through pants. I can't pull my dick out. I'm only 16. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Careful. Yeah. <laughs> this is a flashback. This is not a current situation. Flash flashback. 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 Yeah. Jesus it was appropriate then. Police will be waiting for us at oh the door. Oh, my God, right? Age okay. of consent. So another quote from the Facebook page <laughs> so you can guess the fucking rating. Quote, it's a thief paradise, guys. They steal everything from food and cooking equipment to smashing windows and taking everything in your car. And I have had 
my fucking car smashed into, and all they got was my iPod Mini. Nice. Thank God. Which had all of my dope playlists from freshman year of college. Mm. Oh, that's, that's a bad. big loss. That's a rough one. Yeah. I was really upset about it. I don't it. blame you for that. I know. Did that meet your insurance deductible? No. This is worth 18 cents. Yeah. Now, I couldn't sell this if I tried, yeah. but I really miss it. <laughs> Your Sorry. iPod Nano. Yeah. I forgot about that. The those. mini. I don't think they had the nanotechnology yet. Oh. <laughs> no. And it was dented, but it still worked. What color was it? Blue. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. And I'm pretty sure that it had my name on it at somewhere. You wrote your name on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a sticker. Yeah. In, okay. in a jelly roll pen. <laughs> a scented jelly roll pen. I could not afford jelly roll pens. I grew up on food stamps, y'all. Rub it in. There were no jelly roll pens in my house. Okay. Quote. Another quote. I got things stolen from my tent while I was sleeping in it. <laughs> Worst experience ever. Yuck. Ish. Don't go to music festivals. Yeah, yeah. Just don't. Not a fan. Some unlucky folks got robbed multiple times over the same weekend. That sucks. So, quote, on Thursday afternoon, I found my bag of clothes had been emptied, but nothing was taken. They apparently weren't into the crop like Amanda is. It wasn't yeah. their size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But on Friday that morning... Sucks. Your clothes are too ugly to be stolen. <laughs> God damn it. That'll almost make me feel worse. Okay. But on Friday morning, I found that cell phones had been taken from my car. My wallet had been emptied. My sunglasses were gone. They even took my pepper spray and snacks. What? Snacks, snacks are Sacred. Don't fucking Monster. touch my snack. My snack. And they stole the pepper spray. Which is so perfect because, like, I've had pepper spray for years and I've literally never had it when I needed it. Like, ever. They thought it was like a condiment for the snacks. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, pepper? Oh, okay. this will go great with these Asiago crackers. Season your mm-hmm. flank steaks with yeah. it before you put it on the grill. I don't hate it. Yeah. But but other people experienced far worse than Can I stolen change snacks. This slide, it's grossing me out. <laughs> I hate the Slash dry turning slide. me on. Not for not for a while. Not for a while. Deal with it. This slide not for chair over here, folks. We're gonna need a mop <laughs> on stage. So others experienced far worse. Quote, I've been going to the festival since 2011. Sure, the petty theft has gotten bad. I mean, a chair here, a camping table there, some cell phones, some tents. <laughs> we some don't. Snacks, some snacks. Some pepper spray. Some life-saving medicine. <laughs> some fine some jewels. insulin. Yeah. We don't mind. It's fine. I quote, I can live with that. But I draw the line where my brother was assaulted by five guys, had his ankle deliberately broken by them, and was left knocked out in the bush minus a camera. Thanks to this, he now has to have surgery and have two metal plates inserted into his ankle. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit gets real, y'all. Ew. Not good. Don't go to music festivals. Do not do it. Hate it. Don't be around people. Dangerous. This is dangerous. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. 
I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. So, Apikapi is not the only South African music festival to be impacted by crime recently. Also in 2018, the Global Citizen Festival, which I, I went to a Global Citizen concert in New York back in the day, back when I was in my 20s. How are they headlining Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, and Eddie Vedder all in the same... This is amazing. Right? Usher? Usher. 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 Casper Neovest? Are Casper you Neo- sure? Casper Neovest is the coolest one in this whole lineup, and we will get to Beyonce. it. Beyonce. Beyonce. Casper Neovest. Beyonce. Bite your tongue. Okay. Well, She's those who know, queen. know. We'll hash this out after the show. Okay. Yeah, we'll break her ankles deliberately after the show. Kenyon, Kenyon might not be at the meet and greet. No. Yeah. So the Global Citizen Festival was held at the F&B Stadium. F&B is a bank. It's where I bank. F&B. Um, in Johannesburg to celebrate the 100th birthday of Nelson Mandela, who is dead and didn't have a 100th birthday. That's but okay. fine. Sure. You better believe folks better still be celebrating my yeah. birthday post-mortem. Okay. I'm going to haunt the shit Nelson out of you. Nelson Amanda. Yeah, no. Nelson just Amanda. Amanda. Amanda Day will be mm. a day. So Beyonce Beyonce and Jay-Z headlined the festival, performing with many other big-name acts, both South African, like Show Majosi. Ooh. Oh, I love those earrings. She fly. Check her out. Yeah. Um, Casper Nyoves. Hello. He looks like DJ Khaled, but with a tongue that would go down on its wife. Right. (laughs) Yeah. DJ Khaled's canceled. Yeah. He looks like a host of The Voice. (laughs) He probably is. There probably is a voice South Africa, and he would be the host. Anyway, he's really great. Look him up. What's The Voice in Afrikaans? She I don't know. know. I, ew, I'm not learning that language. What's Mandarin for the voice? You may as well just ask for that. I don't know. I know chiesa, which means eggplant in Mandarin. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I would like more eggplant. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next, Trevor Noah. I love Trevor Noah. As well as other international stars like Pharrell Williams and Chris Martin of Coldplay. Boo. Poor Chris Martin. Go Pharrell. Love Pharrell. Pharrell is... Can you believe that he I is can't. like 50 years... Look at how fucking gorgeous this man is. 50. Pharrell is 50? He's like yeah. late 40s. He's like up there. Yeah, he's old as fuck and he yeah. fucks. Yeah. You could convince me that he was 22 years old, 12. right? 12 years old. I, know. I would card him. 46. Okay, 46, we got thank you for Googling. 46. He I feasts mean, on the blood of innocence yeah. to maintain his youth. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's the weed. You're right. Probably. He's so hot. He was my tiled MySpace background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need he's to smoke He's in my laminated top five faux show. All right. Also, Oprah. Ever Hi. heard of her? That gown. Is that for me or Oprah's gown? Is that for me or Oprah? It's definitely Period. Oprah's gown. Fucking gorgeous. So, Oprah delivered the keynote address. And for people lucky enough to get tickets to this event or to afford them because those suckers were crazy overpriced and I am still bitter that I could not afford to attend. Mm -hmm. 
The excitement of the concert quickly turned to fear as people encountered rampant crime directly outside of the stadium. Many people describe being mugged at knife point as they left the concert. Muggers targeted groups waiting for Ubers near a parking... Muggers? Muggers. Motherfuckers. Mothers targeted groups going, why haven't you called me back? Social assistance. (laughs) My child is in there. Yeah. My my mother absolutely would. would Yeah. Tell the story about your mom. I feel like I've already told the story, but why not? One more time. Do it again. Quick anecdote. So when we were like, what? 15. 15. There was an under 18 show for what was the band? Uh, Newfound Glory. Newfound yeah. Glory. Yep. Someone and, here knows this story. And something corporate was opening. Oh. Yep. Oh, my love. If you see Jordan. Oh. I love that song. Same. Oh, my God. Anyway, Punk this bitch was princess. actually grounded. I was grounded, but I was allowed to. Go Go to MIA with me and my parents. Go to an art museum with Amanda and her mom. Because it's educational. Not MIA as in like the band, the concert. No, as in Minneapolis Institute of Art. Yeah, so my mom was like, you're grounded, but yeah, you can go to an art museum. You can go have a cultural experience. So then I snuck, and Amanda's mom knew about this. We went to this concert. Didn't know that you were grounded, though. Okay, fine, sure. Knew that we were going to the concert and dropped us off, but did not know you were grounded. So then my mom, who should have been a fucking FBI agent, she missed her calling. Never, I never got away with anything. anything. She gets a feeling, yeah. She called Amanda's mom, and Amanda's mom was like, I'm pretty sure they're at this, like, lame-ass concert Yeah, they're still at the concert. What do you mean? Yeah, at this club in downtown Minneapolis. So my mom drove 35 minutes, went up to the bouncer. The bouncer was like, what are you doing here? My mom was like, my child is in there. (laughs) The bouncer was like, go on in, ma'am. Yeah, I don't want to deal with this. You do not need a ticket. Her mom was this woman in the pink, like, bib on the left. My child is in there. And it was packed, and we were up front. We had wiggled our 15-year-old bodies all the way to the front. And it was the best night of your lives. And I I remember talking to, like, a semicircle of people, whatever, like two boys that I liked were like in this half moon around you me. You wanted to dry hump their boners through I their totally shorts. wanted to dry hump them. She was this close. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, if only. And then all of a sudden all their faces just turned like ashen. And I was like, and I had a half second to be like, what the hell? And then I was being tugged back by my ear. Her ear. And it was my fucking irate mother being like, I fucking told you, man. We stayed and enjoyed the concert. Yeah. She was gone. I was out. No one even, you didn't even wave. Everybody was, was like, like bye. <laughs> we got autographs after. It was great. Fucking <laughs> salt in the wound. Here's my antisocial ass. There was a similar concert at the same venue late, sometime later. I think I was like fully able to drive. It was a few years later. 
I went, I got bored, I got anxious, I called my mom, I asked her to pick me up, we went to Taco Bell, and I was home by nine, and I couldn't have been happier. Incredible. All right. Best night of my life. So great. Okay, so back to... The tragedies. This fucking chaos at Global Citizen. So, people are being mugged at knife point. Muggers targeted groups waiting for Ubers near a parking garage outside the venue, leading to mass chaos as people panicked and then attempted to flee in, like, random directions. One witness described to a reporter, quote, There was a couple waiting in front of us. The next thing we know, the girl started screaming. They tried to grab whatever she was holding. It was such a mess. Everybody started running between cars to avoid the thugs. I don't normally use that word, but these It's a quote. It's a quote. It's a quote, and also these people are, like, literally mugging people at knife point. So, like, a person committing that act can be called a thug. Mind you, there were no police in the vicinity at all. Mm. Both local and national police departments were present at the festival, but the lack of visible police presence was consistently mentioned by victims and witnesses of the crimes that took place. Mm. The Joburg Metropolitan Police Department uh, acknowledged that city police should have been responsible for crime prevention, but he said that their hands were full... With the Willy Walleye Festival. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't get that yet, but if you subscribe to Patreon, you would totally fucking get that. (laughs) Don't tell my dad. (laughs) Um, Their hands were full directing traffic outside of the stadium. Okay. Okay. Priorities. Mm. Yep. Priorities. As for the national police force, the SAPs, many claimed a South African police force, SAPs. Service. Police service. Poor SAPs. (laughs) Uh, Many claimed that they simply left the area as soon as the concert was over. Mm -hmm. We're off the clock. So one high-ranking official stated, quote, I was at the venue. Police cleared out after the last performance. Usually we would stay for two hours after the event to ensure the safety and security of concert goers. But we were tired. Yeah. So like, but we'd already seen Jay-Z and Beyonce, so we were done. done. Yeah. (laughs) Hova. So, journalists covering the festival confirmed that there was no police presence after the last performance ended. People took to social media to describe their experiences and express frustration with the festival organizers and the police, and here are just a few examples. Quote, Guys, we are huddled at Sassel Garage, which is like a, a gas station, and it's so fucking dangerous. Groups of tzotzis, which just means criminal or like mischief maker, if you're really lame like me, um, <laughs> run towards the crowds and cause commotion and then grab people's shit and taunt them. Not cool. <laughs> Everyone is so scared and they're literally laughing and enjoying the chaos. Mm-mm. Which like, <laughs> it's really scary, but it's also like... <laughs> Fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit. Because tickets were like $200. Like it was like insane. You just bought a Stetson hat for like $140. Yeah. Stetsons last forever. <laughs> and also, do not tell Navient that I just spent that on a hat. Hard same. <laughs> Please. Dear God. Got a lot of credit Fuck karma Navient. alerts today. <laughs> 
All right. Quote, we couldn't go anywhere because men were stealing and harassing people all around us. We were corralled in. We decided to stay amongst the obviously scared and startled crowd. Strength in numbers, I guess. Then a gunshot went off and people started running. Fuck that shit. Cool. Yeah. Um, so people were getting stabbed, robbed at gunpoint, hijacked. It was a fucking shit fest. Tight. Uh, the <laughs> Sounds But tight. like the music was probably really great and really special and not something you could ever get off of Spotify. Yeah, worth it. Was this the Beyonce one? Yeah. yeah. God damn it. The global citizen crime debacle started trending on South African Twitter, which is the hottest Twitter around. Um, for example, can anybody read that? Quote, everyone who waited for an Uber at Sassel Garage after Global Citizen and survived is a literal war veteran. Jesus. <laughs> Shit got really real. I don't like this. So despite South Africa's and especially Johannesburg's hometown pride, woot woot, uh, not hometown, I know. <laughs> Reputation for violent crime. <laughs> the events following the Global Citizen Festival were both rare and shocking, so the same stadium that held this festival also hosted the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Vuvuzelas, ringing a vague bell. That's all I got. <sighs> um, so I that had like that. hundreds of thousands <laughs> of tourists, and there really weren't any problems. So... Like, they can step it up. Like, the police can do shit. They just fucking didn't this if time If it's around. on an international stage. Well, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. Chris Martin. Okay. Ed <laughs> Sheeran. Ugh. Touche. All right, so the police yeah, claim bro. that they are learning from this and that they're implementing a new security plan and that things are going to be fucking better. So fingers crossed that South Africa will be able to strike a balance between safety and good old-fashioned festival fun just like this gentleman. Oh! And that is my case. Oh! Went out on a... Where'd it go? (laughs) Went out on a small note. (laughs) It was cold. It's winter in South Africa. It was winter. That's actually at Oppicopy, if anyone's curious. He literally has balls, but no penis. That's fine, honestly. He might be a eunuch, or he just has a lot of bush. It's a, vag- it's a vagina oh, with testicles. The other night while we were skinny dipping, we also compared who had the longest bush, and it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. It was me, and I'm, it's usually hardwood. We're on, we're really? on tour. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I got lazy. Anyway, you needed to know Barely that. Barely shaving above the knee these days, folks. I got I just don't 70s care. titty, and I got 70s bush to match. <laughs> yep. So... I have done this where I walked by somebody like at the airport or the mall and just was like, you smell really good. And I want to know what perfume you're wearing. And then once they were done talking to security and realized I'm not trying to hurt them, they would talk to me about what brand that they were wearing. And I just thought that was such a fun conversation. And I'm not a big perfume person. Like, I don't know much about it. And so when we got started with Scentbird, it's like 
They opened up all of these doors. You can have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Because, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how expensive perfumes and colognes are. It's wild. I wasn't, yeah, it's wild. I wasn't that into them. And then I got into it with Scentbird and I was like, wow, people have spent so much money on this. And we have this awesome life hack that is Scentbird. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, Scentbird.com keeps you smelling good Month after month, day after day, year after year. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. Plus, they have products from other categories like skincare, wellness, makeup. And like Amanda was kind of listing, they carry some such brands such as Kapari, Glam Glow, Glow Recipe. I want to glow. Tarte. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. I have one from Malin and Getz. I love it. It's like musky, herb, earthy. And I was Ugh. wearing a scent from Glossier actually earlier today. It's I love Scentbird because you can just kind of rotate them. So every time mm-hmm. it feels a little fresh. So today was a Glossier scent. I met mm-hmm. my friend for lunch. I gave her a hug because it was her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Whitney! And she and she like we like release each other, and then she just goes. Mm. I want to hug you again. You smell good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, you're right. Like switching up your scent like that also keeps you from going nose blind to one scent and then way over wearing your perfume. Yeah. So it's good to switch it up for sure. I wore Beach Hut Woman the whole time I was in Florida. <laughs> I smelled slash fit right you in. You were a Beach Hut Woman. I was. <laughs> I love it. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. That's an amazing deal. Go to scentbird.com forward slash gals and use our promo code gals for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com forward slash gals to sign up and use our promo code gals to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on. Smell amazing. Treat you must. Oh, treat it. My skincare routine has increased in intensity with my age. (laughs) Exponentially. Um, Exponentially. (laughs) I have extraordinarily dry and sensitive skin. I went in for a facial a couple times over the last year, and every time they put that, like, really bright microscope over your face and they're just like, girl, <laughs> Uh-oh. do you ever drink water? And I'm like, I do. <laughs> so I use, you know, makeup remover. I try to use very gentle cleansers and it's just like, I, I have had such a hard time finding one that's going to cleanse my skin because I do get acne, so I need to be cleansing my skin, but I also really need to be, like, nurturing and moisturizing my skin, and I just want that glow, you know? Mm-hmm. I want I want it all to be just dewy and happy. So Glossier believes that beauty starts with skin first and makeup second, and I love that view. You probably know them from popularizing the glowy, dewy skin look, which is Ugh. totally what I want in my life, and Glossier is a community-driven beauty brand with products inspired by the people who use them and it is amazing. I love Glossier. First of all, their brick and mortar stores. Oh my God. Mm. I had so much So fun. efficient and so gorgeous. It's like a pink yeah. like high tech store. Oh my God. You it's, get your own personal like assistant. Yeah. It's your happy place. Get into it. Yeah. So beyond just their stores, I shop online for Glossier products pretty regularly. My new favorite is that Milky Jelly Cleanser. Mm-hmm. It's just like luxurious. It's creamy. I use it in the shower. It's so gentle, but it makes your skin just feel so good. It's like Amanda mm-hmm. said, we're in the dead of winter currently. 
You need yeah, all in the, the Midwest. You need all the hydration you can get, and this milky jelly Chow. cleanser delivers. It's gorgeous. It does. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. that milky jelly cleanser is the perfect way to start your skincare routine because, again, makeup's not going to do a whole lot if you're not taking care of your skin first. So that pH balance formula has a blend of five skin conditioners. Ugh, luxury. I'm literally touching my face as you're talking about this because I used it today. Yeah, (laughs) I have too. (laughs) It's so soft. It's dermatologist Mm -hmm. tested, so it's hypoallergenic. There we go. Mm. Non-irritating. Cruelty and paraben-free, so it's just, like, Mm. good on all fronts. And it's tough on impurities, but gentle on your eyes because I use mine in the shower. That gets in Mm -hmm. my eyes all the time, and it's, like, not a big deal. (laughs) Oh, I'm really sloppy about washing my face. You'd think I'm, like, squirting it right into my eyeball with how terrible I am about it. And it doesn't burn my Uh -uh. eyes. It's amazing. So get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com forward slash podcast forward slash gals. Learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com forward slash podcast forward slash gals. Again, that's Glossier spelled G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash gals. Certain exclusions apply. Treat yo face. Oh, treat it. Okay. Speaking of the 70s, just kidding, this is the 60s. Um, So, Woodstock, but we're not really going to talk about Woodstock. Ever heard of it. Was undoubtedly a triumphant height of the hippie movement. Half a million people descended on a uh, 600-acre farm in Bethel, New York. Partied for three days and left a lot of mud. Slash brownies. But basically, no carnage behind them. Can I? I can't. No, just wait. Okay. Just don't. We're not going all the way back to your just photo. No, just, just anything other than... No, you, you'll be fine. <laughs> I want just it. Just enjoy the I ride. In the three days of the festival, there were only two deaths from Woodstock. One from an <laughs> overdose, and the other when he was backed over by a tractor while still in his sleeping bag. That's oh, a bummer. Oh, no. That's a bummer. Um, but this event was a staggering accomplishment of patience, community, and a peaceful gathering of people who just wanted to have a good time. The crown jewel of the peace and love movement. So fuck that noise. We're going to talk about the violent, psychotic shit mountain that was the Altamont Free Concert. <laughs> Four months after Woodstock in December, on December 6th of 1969, the Rolling Stones are coming off a year-long U.S. tour and decide to throw a free concert at the Altamont Speedway in California. <laughs> this was purportedly because they felt their ticket prices were too high and they wanted to give back to the fans, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds good. The Give talent, them a free poster. Yeah. And call it a day. The talent was legendary. The oh, flying yeah. burrito brothers. We'll get to it. <laughs> Santana featuring Rob Thomas. I'm sorry, the young <laughs> flying burrito brothers. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Jefferson Airplane, The Grateful Dead, and a finale performance by the Rolling Stones themselves might actually be a lineup worth dying for. And Pretty people great. did. But no one was expecting to have to pay that kind of price for a free concert. The week before the free concert was set to take place, a superior venue in Sonoma fell through, and the Rolling Stones found themselves desperate for a solution. Enter the Altamont Speedway, a treeless, grassless, barren racetrack. 
But at free, the price was right, and a December 4th um, deal was struck, giving the venue two days to get ready. Pre-internet, pre-Facebook. Worse than Fire Festival, but they pulled it off way better than those fucks did. Minus, like, a bunch of deaths. No, 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 we'll get to it. So security needed to be massive for a festival of this magnitude, and they had literally no time to put that together. So the Rolling Stones got a recommendation from an unorthodox solution from the Grateful Dead and Jefferson Airplane, who had both used the same solution successfully in the past. Oh, God, I know what this is. Have the Hell's Angels do it. Oh, God. But also... I'd fuck every single one of these daddies. <laughs> Dirty and they'd fuck daddies. You without your permission. No, they would. They're terrible, but like the aesthetic is yeah. really good. You're you're into that. So the Hell's Angels were hired for the low, low price of bottomless free beers at Altamont. <laughs> Some reports say that they were only supposed to protect the on-site generators, and they just got carried away. Rolling Stones management says they didn't hire them at all, but holy shit, after what went down, they would say that. Okay, distancing. Not good. The day arrived and the crowd swelled, eventually reaching 300,000 people. This is the line to get in. Smelled. Smelled. They did smell. That's accurate. There's no way they didn't smell. Grace Slick of Jefferson Airplane said, quote, the vibes were bad. Something was very peculiar. Not particularly bad, just real peculiar. It was that kind of hazy, abrasive, and unsure day. I had expected the loving vibes of Woodstock, but that wasn't coming at me. This whole, this was a whole different thing. They were out of Nag Champa incense. Mm-hmm. Oh. Santana took the stage first. The show went smooth, featuring Rob Thomas. See what I did there? <laughs> but by now, every... Man, it's a hot one. It made it like seven <laughs> inches from the midday sun. <laughs> but by now, everyone has been standing on asphalt and concrete all day in the blazing heat, my actual fucking nightmare. <laughs> And the Hells Angels had been downing free beer all morning, so it didn't take long before shit started getting jittery and violent. Mm. The Grateful Dead's permit specialist did something that pissed a Hells Angel off badly enough that he was cracked over the head, leaving a wound that required 60 stitches. Oh! In your head? In your head. That's like the whole head. It's pretty much your whole head. That's basically just surgery. Yeah, that's basically surgery. Why did they get off, like, counting stitches at that point? I know. That's One billion stitches. I don't fucking know. And Your nobody, nobody knows what transpired between them that like prompted this attack. It but just reattached the head. Pretty much. His, he was decapitated and it took 60 stitches to put it back on. Wow. He's wow. fine though. Medical science. Um, but antagonism between the Hells Angels and the crowd began to escalate. The Hells Angels started hurling beer cans and insults into the crowd and altercations started popping up everywhere all over this festival. A woman was dragged across the stage by her hair by a Hells Angel. Fistfights were popping up all over the crowd with the Hells Angels like happily joining in the melee. Just like, fuck it, I'm here now. Um, A woman having a bad acid trip was kicked and stomped on by the crowd and things begin to get progressively more dicey. She was actually having like an okay trip but then then she started getting kicked and stomped on and then it turned bad real quick. Not fun. You'd have to go to 
like a psychiatric ward yeah, it's after not good. that. Oh it's my not good. god. The crowd calms a little bit during the set of the Flying Burrito Brothers, <laughs> who, photo please, look like the chillest, silliest dudes ever. Of like course it's of the concourse. I love them so much. I like the suits. Right? Oh, this was like one of so many photos of fil- silly got suits. A full naked lady on his lapel. Yeah. So chill. It's working Fun for guys. me. Fun guys. So the, the crowd gets calm during their set, and this gives everyone false hope that things might get better. They didn't. The crowd started surging forward toward the stage during the set of a band called the Ace of Cups, which is an all-female all rock band. No, they are white supremacists, so Ace of Bass is canceled. They saw the sign. Um, what? They're Nazis. How did you not know this? What the fuck? You want to know what the sign is? No! You know that that song, All That She Wants, is like about, they're like bitching about people of color like having babies to cheat the system and be put on welfare. Yeah. Fucking read a Google. Read a book. Ace of Base is canceled, but that's a whole other, we'll do an Ace of Base Crimes episode. This lovely pack of females is Ace of Cups. And they're an all-female rock band that give me the most hair inspo ever. I love them. Um, There was no barricade or partition between the crowd and the stage, and the Rolling Stones manager is quoted as having said, the crowd could have just rolled onto the stage. Like, it it was, I mean, we do not need any kind of security. Come on up. (laughs) But it was basically this for, like, bands at the caliber of the fucking Rolling Stones with hundreds of thousands of people there, so that is... Not good. Mm-mm. Don't like that. Um, the lead singer of the Ace of Cups, a six months pregnant Denise Dawkins, was struck in the back of the head with a hurled beer bottle and went down with a skull fracture. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. She was rushed to the hospital and the injury required emergency surgery. She and the baby were okay. The Hells Angels, I know, thank God for emergency surgery. The Hells Angels, bless you, busted out of the sawed, busted out their sawed-off pool cues and motorcycle chains at that point. Sawed-off pool, pool cues, common, Ew. common. In my weapon. carry-on. Yep. Go on. And drove the crowd back from the stage. Then Jefferson Airplane was on, and as the kerfuffle started escalating, <laughs> singer Marty Balin jumped off the stage to try and sort out the problem and calm the situation. Fucking don't keep to yourself. He was promptly punched unconscious by a Hell's Angel. Guitarist Paul Kantner sarcastically thanked them for knocking out their lead singer. (laughs) And Hell's Angel Bill Fritch took the stage and argued with Paul Kantner using the unconscious singer's microphone. (laughs) Next slide. Next. Next. There he is. With the hams in his hand. I am a hams gal. I'm a hams gal. Oh, thank I mean, he rolled with it. Yep. But also, like, that's so fucked up. Yep. During Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young set, during which Stephen Stills was stabbed repeatedly in the leg with a sharpened bicycle spoke by what an unknown fuck? Hell's Angel. So they're getting attacked by their own security. But the show must go on. 
The Grateful God, Dead. I'm looking over my shoulder. Mary yeah. Grace is about to come on stage with like a sharpened A thousand person. Nancy pen. Grace? Mary Grace. <laughs> but in our situation, yeah. it's Nancy Grace that comes on and starts stabbing Oh, yeah. Yeah. Billy um, Jensen comes out of the darkness. Ree, 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 ree. You're so um, tall. Yeah. You, yeah, he's very tall. The Grateful Dead heard about what had happened to Marty Balin from, the, from Santana, and drummer Bill Wyman decided that none of them wanted to get the shit beat out of them by the security and refused to play and left the venue smart. Mm-hmm. Fucking smart. The Rolling Stones smartest. The Rolling Stones set didn't happen until after sundown. They arrived to the field by helicopter, so they had no fucking clue that any of this was happening. It's like oh, it's it's the, it's 1969. They're in a helicopter. No, no one's Twitter. texting them. There's no, no one's Twitter. tweeting. Kind of like how we arrived at the venue and then we found out that the show didn't start at 8 p.m. Like we we'd scrambled. Been told. <laughs> not the venue's fault. It's no, not, not the, the venue's, venue's fault. fault. It's Completely our fault, but like we literally had 15 minutes to wipe and we on crushed our it. And we didn't need the Hell's Angels to help us. We sure didn't, because y'all are very calm. Although they might have helped. Um, okay, so they left. Blah. So the Rolling Stones, they arrived by helicopter, and as they began approaching the stage, Mick Jagger was punched in the side of the head. <laughs> oh, this. I'm like, what are you waving at? You just keep it, honey. Um, Jagger tried to c- talk to the crowd. Um, and he said, quote, there's so, there's so many of you. Just keep cool down in front. Don't push around. Just keep still. Keep it together. Keep still. Keep still. Giant mouth. Jagger didn't know then that someone had already died during the show. Fully died? Fully died. And this is where the rest of our story unfolds. It's a dime bag situation. It's not good. A young man attending the concert presumably high or drunk, and later a talk screen did show that he was both. Um, Or perhaps just really unlucky, slash all three. Or just like a festival goer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is a different guy. Sorry. I got got mistaken, but all of this is still true. This guy had fallen into an, an irrigation ditch at the venue, and it was unable to get himself out and drowned sometime (gasps) that night. No! Yeah. Later, two more men were run down by an unidentified driver in a hit and run that left them both dead. So now the kill counts up to three. It's like a horrible video game. Yep, it's it's Grand Theft Auto Concert Edition. Mick Jagger Edition. Yeah, ditch. Keep still. Hundreds were seriously injured and basically everyone was traumatized because they were like, oh, we're expecting Woodstock and then it was like Hell's Angels and people are dying and what the fuck is happening? But the very grisliest thing that happened during a horrifying night involved an 18-year-old black man named Meredith Hunter. The flyest fucking dude on planet uh, Earth. That was the hat that Kenyon bought this afternoon. The 10-gallon hat. Yes. Fucking beautiful. My Stetson. Yeah. Oh my God! Is he well, at the oh, concert? Is this like a last known photograph smooth? of him? No, it's not the last uh. known photograph, and we'll get to that too. Uh. Reports of what happened next are pretty chaotic and conflicting. The Rolling Stones made it to their third song, "Sympathy for the Devil." Ever heard of it? 
before a fight broke out in front near the stage. They paused the set to allow the Hells Angels time to calm it down. They're Not really good at calming things down. I guess. Hells Angels, guys, can it? Right. <laughs> Not realizing yet that the Hells Angels were the bulk of the problem. <laughs> they flicked the lights. Heads up, seven up. Heads up, seven up. <laughs> Classroom rules, eyes are open, eyes are open, mouths are closed, mouths are closed. Yeah. Could have used that outlet, did not go that road. Um, so the Stones are like, Hell's Angels, calm this down, but they didn't know that the Hell's Angels were causing all of the fucking problems. And when they reached the song under his thumb, young Meredith Hunter in a bright lime green suit that you will see shortly, his friends say he was almost always the snappiest dresser in the room, made fucking, fucking evident by this gorgeous suit. Um, so he climbed up on a speaker on the side of the stage for a better view and probably to like get out of the death zone Mm -hmm. of the calming by the hell's angels Mm -hmm. and of course a member of the hell's angels pulls him down a witness described the next events as follows quote they reached over and grabbed the guy beside me referring to meredith hunter by the ear and hair and yanked on it thinking it was my mother move right (laughs) and yanked on it thinking it was funny you know kind of laughing and so this guy shook loose, he yanked away from him, and another angel hit him in the mouth. The witness went on and, and Hunter tried to run, and four other Hell's Angels jumped on him. Some reports from the crowd say that Meredith was stabbed in the back as he fled into the crowd. Surrounded by five Hell's Angels, Meredith Hunter pulled a revolver from his pants. Kinda can't blame him. He's being mobbed. Fucking right. A Hell's Angel Angel. Angel. <laughs> No, away in a manger. Away in a hell's manger. <laughs> Member named Alan Pissarro knocked the man's gun aside and stabbed him in the neck. The incident was actually caught on film by a documentary crew, and this is a still of the altercation between Alan and Meredith. It's not gory. You can't see it very well, but you can see the green suit. That's Pissarro stabbing, stabbing him in the him? neck. Oh. Don't don't say Pissarro again. I really have to pee. Um, well, <laughs> oh no, you're gonna have to hold Wait, it. This yeah. suit is green. No, that one's not. I've done that, that. one. Is that's done. not take that one was not taken at the festival. The next one was. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, as Meredith fell, he was descended on by other members of the gang and battered with a garbage oh. can lid because this is fucking world wrestling entertainment. Members of the crowd rushed to his aid and lifted his body onto the stage to get him away from his assailants, but other Hell's Angels on stage kicked him back down into the crowd. Meredith Hunter was rushed to the medical tent by members of the crowd, not the security team, members of the crowd that lifted him and carried him to the tent. Because the security team was fucking Hell's Angels. Exactly. But he died before the Rolling Stones even finished their set. Music journalist Grail Marcus wrote, quote, a young black man murdered in the midst of a white crowd by white thugs as white men played their version of black music. It was too much to kiss off as a mere unpleasantness. Damn. Accurate. Straight. Accurate. Oh. Yep. Fucking nailed it. But of course, reports differ on if Meredith was, had pulled his gun before Alan Pissarro pulled his knife, but also after he was being beaten by Hell's right. Angels. So what does it fucking matter? Or only pulled the gun in response to being stabbed. Again, both bad. 
An associate of the Grateful Dead says he saw Meredith in the crowd. I saw what he was looking at and that he was crazy. He was on drugs and that he had murderous intent because he was black. Not the, the he was black part isn't oh, a quote. I inferred right, that. Right, right. Um, there was no doubt in my mind that he intended to do terrible harm to Mick or somebody in the Rolling Stones or somebody on that stage. Because everybody puts on yeah, a lime green bullshit. suit in and order to be inconspicuous. The most inconspicuously dressed man in the crowd is here he to was, kill Mick Jagger. He was clearly going to sneak around and commit no, homicide. No, fuck no, fuck no. Um, another witness described him as a pretty straight, though obviously upset, about being attacked. Yeah. 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 The free concert was being documented for a film that would later be titled Gimme Shelter. Ever heard of it? I mean, I had, but whatever. Um, and the fatal accident was captured, though the film's low quality, the distance from the incident, and the lighting make some things impossible to determine. In one frame, an orange flash appears near the end of the gun, which apparently lawyers said could be a gunshot, a film defect, or a reflection. Who knows? Or all three. Yeah. An autopsy did confirm that Meredith Hunter had methamphetamine in his system at the time of death. That doesn't mean you deserve to be stabbed in the neck. It was but also 1969. Like blood test yep. every other yeah. person at that festival. I yep. fucking dare you, including the security team especially. Are yeah. you fucking kidding exactly. me? Exactly. Whatever the truth was, Alan Pissarro was found innocent at trial on the grounds of self-defense based mainly around the jury's viewing and interpretation of the video where Meredith aimed the gun at stage or in the air. So pulled out a gun. He could have been aiming it fucking anywhere. Um, Alpha Mae Hunter, Meredith's mother, requested the raceway be made into a public park to prevent any more wrongful deaths. Though it was kept as a racetrack, they were banned from hosting any more such events. Duh. So there's that, at least. Only podcast live taping. Yes. From here on out. Here we go. And as I guess a little bit of after-the-fact justice, Alan Pissarro was found drowned in Anderson Lake in Southern California in 1985. Bye. Bye. Police said that the Hells Angels' death was kind of suspicious, but kinda. like, whatever. Kind of. Um, the violence at the Altmont Speedway is largely seen as the violent death of the hippie movement and an ugly end to 1969. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith Richards was asked how he thought it went. It responded, quote, basically well handled. <laughs> But lots of people were tired and a few tempers got frayed. On the whole, a good concert. Oh, no. Last Don't photo. ask his opinion of Yeah. Anything. Fuck you, Keith Richards. Jesus. Okay, dude. I All trust right. you. You're a human sock. <laughs> and that's my case. <laughs> All right. Special thanks to everybody at the venue, including yes. Mary Grace and Annette and a yes, bunch of other folks. Yes, we love folks. you. Thank you so much. And special thanks to all of you. We love you. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcast. 
podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers. Cheers.